End to end, coming at you with episode 29 in season two. This episode is being recorded, as mentioned last week, on Thursday, April 30th. The boys are all together, TV Joe and Flags are here for today's episode, and we're bouncing off an idea from last week's episode that some of you may have made caught on as we finished the tail end of the episode last week. So if you did, you know what it is, and if you didn't, well, it's in the title right now. It's, we're renaming all the NHL awards if we had to. So obviously the NHL awards would be in June. This year it's probably not gonna be in June because you know what's going on around the world, but each year uh, the NHL awards are hosted usually in Vegas in June, and yeah, that's when players are given the awards that they earned during the season and the playoffs and sort of that thing. So we are renaming every NHL award to its existence for players and goaltenders and defensemen, so and coaches and not the GM one, but yeah, we're naming everyone, renaming everyone if we had to pick a name to rename the award. So uh, I think this is kind of Joe's idea, right? Actually, I don't. I think it was Flagers. I don't remember uh, doing this one. I think no, we were talking about like how I don't remember what it was. I think we were talking about the Frank J. Selke Trophy for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. know how we started talking about that. I think Joe brought it up. We were talking about like, or we we were wondering who that even was, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and Joe was like, "Who the hell even is that?" And I'm like, "Oh, like maybe we should do a." I think it might have been. I don't even remember. Who I don't know. Yeah. The idea, and yeah, I guess we just came up with the idea that well. What if we were to rename the awards? Yeah. Because some of them are outdated and some of them don't even make sense why (laughs) they're named what they are. A lot of them don't make sense. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to be doing that on today's episode. Uh, Right now, there's no news as we're recording on Thursday. So, if there is any news, you'll probably, uh, we'll probably announce it later in the episode. Just maybe I'll record it tomorrow or Saturday and add it in. But as of right now, there's not really much news uh, besides European signings from obviously Europe. So, yeah, that's basically the news. But before we get into our NHL awards renaming segment, uh, just a quick ad from our sponsor. Have you checked out our brand new The Breakdown Store through TeePublic? If not, then now is your time. With our brand new logo on a bunch of new merchandise, there's never been a time to check out TeePublic than right now. Featuring t-shirts, long sleeves, hoodies, and more, there's never been a better time to check it out. Log into the link in the description and all sales benefit the creating artists by using our link in the description we get a small portion of the profit as well that's bit.ly slash the brkdwn store check it out today the first award we are starting with is awarded to the best goaltender in the national hockey league during the regular season and it is the vesna trophy so i'll let joe go with this one first uh we do have the same guy but i'll let you explain your uh, reasoning why you named after this guy so yeah take it away so me and Thomas both chose Dominic Hasek to represent the, the new Vesna Trophy. So it's called the Dominic Hasek Trophy. And, well, my reasoning for this is, like, he was so dominant for so many years and not many good teams before he eventually won some cups with the Red Wings in 02 and 08, I believe. He won both of them there. But this is more geared toward when he played for the Sabres in the mid to late 90s. And he was, like, arguably the best, if not the best goaltender in the league and. I believe in the 97-98 and the 98-99 season, he's the only goalie to won the Vesna and the Hart both seasons, which is just, like, amazing. Plus, like, his his save percentage and goals against for his career is extremely good considering I believe he was a seventh-round pick, maybe even later. So he kind of came out of nowhere, developed late, and he turned out to be one of the best, uh, I mean, the most dominant goalie. They called him the Dominator. 
yeah. for so many years. So it's only fitting to name him this award, in my opinion. Yeah, and I'll bounce off what you just said of the seventh round pick. He's actually a tenth round pick, and they don't even have that round number in the NHL anymore. So I, I, that's pretty impressive to be a multiple-time Vezina Trophy winner and you're a tenth round pick, so that's pretty incredible. And yeah, basically same idea as Joe. Like This guy was just so dominant. I mean, people are like, why, why didn't you name him after Brodeur? He's probably the best goal in the NHL. I think he is too, but just the way that Dominic Hasek was able to dominate on not a good Sabres team while... Martin Brodeur won three cups with the dominant New Jersey Devils team, and that defense was just helping him out big time. I'm sure, yeah, he's a great goalie, but I think Dominic Hasek was like their heart and soul of the Buffalo Sabres in that time and the MVP of their team year after year after year. And Dominic Hasek only had one losing season in his NHL career, so that's pretty impressive because in 2008, he had a winning record of 27-10, and 10, and I believe he was like 40 years old almost, so... It's pretty impressive to do. Dominic Hasek is my new Vezina Trophy name. That'd be uh, flagger. I was so I I was gonna call it the Martin Brodeur Trophy, except because so my reason being was because there's two tro- trophies that go to goaltenders: the Vezina for most outstanding goalie, and then William M. Jennings for uh, actually no, you know what? I'm gonna leave it. I was gonna switch it to Dominic Hasek, but I just realized I confused the two awards. So, William M. Jennings goes to uh, the goalie with the least goals against average of that season. And the reason why I would name this one Martin Brodeur Trophy is because I can't name it after Dominic Hasek because I was going to name the William M. Jennings Trophy after Dominic Hasek, who has uh, a, a lower goals against average, basically. So, and you can't name, I wouldn't name two awards after the same goalie, so... I'm going to name this one the Marmbro Dirt Trophy and then the William M. Jennings Award after uh, Dominic Hasek. That's basically my reasoning for that. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so, yeah, in the graphic, I'll do two different ones, I guess. To add to reasoning why uh, like the Dominic Hasek Trophy for the Vesna would make sense is because Dominic Hasek has won this award like five or six times I think and he won he won this award back to back in 93 94 94 95 and then he won it three times in a row uh from 96 through 99 which is kind of kind of crazy for sure man and now since Flager brought up the William M Jennings trophy we Mm -hmm. are gonna switch gears into the next one now and uh Obviously, he said he was going to switch it, but now he's not switching it. So we know Flager is now going to name this award the Dominic Hasek Trophy. And me and Thomas are going to flip sides, and we both named this the Martin Brodeur Award. So it's kind of self-explanatory here. These are arguably the two best goalies of all time. I mean, Brodeur has the most wins of all time. But Thomas, you want to explain why you would choose this for the Jennings and why Hasek is the Vesna for us? Yeah, so for me, I mean... Just basically looking at the stats, I mean, Martin Brodeur has won this William Jennings Trophy uh, five times in his NHL career. And I think when you think of teams that don't let in goals, I think it's one of those dynasty New Jersey Devils teams. And obviously, Martin Brodeur was a part of those teams. And another reasoning is, well, Martin Brodeur basically uh, kind of faded away the trend where goalies will start 70 games in a season because... You know, later in his career, he got really tired in that year they went to the finals. The year after, he just wasn't the same goaltender and he didn't, you know, win this trophy anymore. 
And I think that's the main reason why goalies now play uh, like minimum games in the NHL. And Martel Verdeur played 70 games. So, I mean, it's really hard to kind of give it to someone else who hasn't played that much games to uh, get least amount of goals in the season. So I think that's one of my reasons for Martel Verdeur. He's won it five times and he's a great goalie and he played uh, behind a great team in New Jersey. So I think that's the reason why I do that for the Jennings and Hasek, obviously MVP for the Sabres year after year after year. So that's why I'm doing that for the Vesna. Joe, you're naming this one Martin Broder Award too. Yeah. You um, already know that I was going to name it the Dominic Hash Award. And again, okay. that's just simply because um, Hashik had a better goals against average. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So basically, it was just a toss up, like Thomas said, between these two for both goalie awards. And I just think Dominic Hasek was more dominant. So that's why I would give him the Vesna. But Brodeur was better over a longer period of time, so I gave him the Jennings, which is, I know it's more about goals against, and mm-hmm. Hasek did have a lower goals against average in his career, but like, I mean, you had to give longevity to both of these guys, but Brodeur especially, because he was he has the most wins of all time, so you can't really take that away from him, because I don't think anyone's really going to touch it. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, no. I think he has 690, if, if, if I'm correct, around there. So that's why I just gave him the Jennings because it's not as dominant as the Vesna, but you can't ignore his his play throughout his whole career. They're two of the greatest goalies of all time. Like it makes sense why we're naming both these after after both these guys. So after Dominic Hashik and Martin Brodeur. So it makes sense. Uh, I guess let's move on to the Ted Lindsay Award. You guys yep. both named it after the same player. Uh, I. I don't want to change this one, and I'll get into that after, but let's hear your reasoning first, who you named it after, uh, Thomas and Joe. Yeah, I guess I'll step in here first. Um, Mary Lemieux, I'm giving that award to, to rename the Ted Lindsay Award. You know, honestly, like, I really don't want to name rename this award because I think Ted Lindsay is just a legend with the NHLPA and stuff like that, and this award is uh, awarded by the NHLPA to the MVP of the season determined by the players and stuff like that, but... This episode, we're going to have to rename the awards, and I'm going to have to give it to Mario Lemieux. Uh, he's won it four times in his NHL career. And uh, honestly, one of the reasoning is because some guy named Wayne Gretzky is going to be one of our other awards. He's going to be named after one of our other awards. So, I mean, there's never been two awards named after two uh, the same player. So that's why I'm giving it to Mario Lemieux. And a reasoning I'm also giving it to Mario Lemieux is because they kind of played at the same time, Wayne Gretzky and Lemieux. And I would probably say Lemieux... Uh, if Wayne Gretzky didn't exist, Lemieux would be the unanimous MVP every year by the same players. But Gretzky was just so dominant that he's won it five times in his NHL career. And he just overpowered uh, Lemieux, I guess, when they played against each other. And that I think, I want to say five to seven years they played against each other. I'm not too sure about that. But um, yeah, I think Lemieux was overshadowed by Gretzky in that time. And I just think Lemieux, like, if... I think like it's like a McDavid versus um, what's it called? It's like a McDavid versus like Crosby sort of scenario, I guess. Like obviously Crosby's like one of the greatest players, but then McDavid's obviously like the MVP year year after year to year because he's so dominant. Doesn't play really on a great better team than uh, Crosby, but I think it's like one of those situations. They actually paid both for the same team, so it's kind of in that sense. But I'm gonna give this one to Mario Lemieux, named after Ted Lindsay. So, Joe, you go with your explanation. Yeah, so mine is also Mario Lemieux, and the reasoning, like Thomas said, like he, if Gretzky didn't exist, basically Lemieux would have won this award many more times than he already has with four. But like, also, I feel like the reason why we named Gretzky a certain award later that we'll explain later in Lemieux this award is because 
while Gretzky racked up lots of points, like Lemieux himself was like a dominant force. Like he was like six foot six. He would like dangle everyone. He would. He's faster. Like there's one this one highlight that I remember that he stripped Ray Bork just because he's so much bigger than him, and then he just went on a breakaway and scored, <laughs> and then. Just like we kind of talked about it last week about all of his injury issues in our Eastern Conference Mount Rushmore about the Penguins, so we kind of already laid out his injury history. But like I feel like he would have won more awards if he didn't miss those three years because of yeah. cancer and all those other injuries. He could have been the second player in NHL history to get two hundred points in a season, but he missed I think four or five games. He finished with one ninety nine. So, I mean. Lemieux and Gretzky are some of the probably three, two of the three most dominant forwards in NHL history, I would say. And then, like, their stats back that up for sure. So that's why I'm naming this the Lemieux, the Mario Lemieux trophy. I guess if I had to rename it, then I would probably go with Lemieux and agree with you guys on that. But I I think that the Ted Lindsay Award is appropriate for this award because um, it's awarded by the NHLPA. And Ted Lindsay which the award is named after, had a huge part in the formation of the NHLPA, uh, along with, I think there was like five or six other players involved mm-hmm. with the formation of it, but he was, Ted Lindsay was like the main, one of the main players that kind of formed the NHLPA. And this this um, award was already renamed from Lester B. Pearson to the Ted Lindsay Award. Uh, and I don't know, I think that this is, this is really the only award to me, that kind of has a name that makes sense. Yeah, that's, that's very fair. I like. I would be like me and Thomas both agree. Like, if we didn't have to rename it, I would keep it the Ted Lindsay Award as well. Yeah, I guess that kind of moves things to the Calder Memorial Trophy, where we're na- renaming that one as well. Uh, yeah, I guess Joe goes first. I went first last time. You go first now. All right. So again, we do have no idea who Calder is. <laughs> so we have to rename this one. Uh, so I think we're almost all in agreement, but we all kind of renamed it. But uh, the the Temu Solani Award, just the Solani Trophy, because of his ridiculous rookie season where he scored 76 goals in the 92-93 season, I think it was, for the Winnipeg Jets. And that will never, ever, ever be touched again. 76 nope. goals in a season, never mind by a rookie. Yeah. I mean, Solani was like in his early 20s, so he wasn't like an 18 or 19 year old, but mm. it's still impressive nonetheless. And like he made the most impact. And that was uh, the best season of his career by far in his rookie year, like throughout his whole career. So he never got close to those numbers again. So it just shows how special that season was. So yeah, I think this one's kind of self explanatory if you like look through the, the, the winners of this award. Yeah, I, I don't want to sound stupid for saying it, but is this the most goals by a rookie? In a rookie season? Yeah. Uh, well, Alexander like... McGillney also got 76 that year. That's true. Yeah, but he was McGillney wasn't a rookie. Oh, okay. Oh, so, I thought yeah. he was. I thought they had the same rookie year. Okay, my bad. No, I think McGillney was a few years older, I think. Are you sure? Yeah. Because I thought that was like a huge deal where... Uh, okay, never mind. I, I'm probably wrong. You're probably right. Um, yeah, because... I think... I do like naming it after Timu Solani, but honestly, like, I kind of like just the classic Rookie of the Year award. Like, it's just, it's self-explanatory, basically, and I think but, all other leagues name their Rookie of the Year award the Rookie of the Year award. Because they're dumb. 
<laughs> no, but I like that. Like, I think it's just self-explanatory. And I, I honestly get confused of what all these awards are for half the time. Like, I have to Google half the awards because I don't even know. It's true. That's fair. That's fair. It's a fair point. But, uh, yeah, like you just said, it's self-explanatory. So why would you name an award after self-explanatory? Like, it's like... Yeah, okay, like, yeah, okay, I get what you're saying. I like, it's like I naming the Stanley like, Cup the trophy. Yeah, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Right, but, but like... No, but, okay, uh, I'm saying, like, Rookie of the Year award is self-explanatory for non-hockey fans as well. Yeah, that's, you wouldn't, yeah. You wouldn't understand it if you weren't a hockey fan. Right. Yeah, exactly. that's fair, that's fair. That's what yeah. I guess I'm trying to say. Exactly, that's what everyone refers to. They don't say, I don't, I, I would think most people say the Rookie of the Year award. I don't think they say the Calder Memorial Trophy unless, yeah, yeah like you said, you're right. like you're an NHL fan. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, that's one of the reasons. But I'm renaming it also after Team Mussolini, one of the greatest rookie seasons, I think, in NHL history. 76 goals in 84 games. Like, that's just, like, some people get that many points in 80, 84 games, and yeah. not many goals. Like, 76 goals, 132 points. Joe mentioned it was his best season of his NHL career. Greatest rookie, I think, scorer ever to win the award. He was 22 years old. Coming over from Finland to the National Hockey League is a pretty tough switch so i'm giving this one also to timu solani it makes sense like it's very self-explanatory no one's ever gonna come close to a rookie season like that ever again yeah yeah if, if someone's gonna do it it's gonna be in this age of hockey it would have been mcdavid yeah yeah i think he it would have had to been like yeah he didn't win it because he got hurt but like <laughs> no yeah he still had over a point per game but anyways we're gonna move on to the Lady Bing Memorial Trophy. Another one who I have no idea who this is. Mm-hmm. Um, we all have different ones for this one, so, so one of you guys wait, can go first. Explain? I want to try and explain who Lady Bing is. Lady okay. Bing was, it was she. I think it was a female. She had something to do with like the Canadian government or something, and she wanted to award a trophy to a player in the National Hockey League who exhibited the best type of sportsmanship and gentlemanly conduct uh and so what she did was the first year was awarded she invited a player that she thought would win uh or should win the award which was his name was frank nick nick Bohr, i think of the ottawa senators invited him out to the uh house of parliament or whatever and then the, that's how the award got its name basically because she donated this award to the nhl which is I don't like how it's still named the Lady Bing. Like I understand that there's history, but it's kind of a dumb name. No one knows who who that person <laughs> is. Yeah, thanks for the history lesson, Flags. <laughs> I honestly didn't know that. Um, but yeah, so we all have different renaming for this. We all agree it should be renamed because like it's kind of stupid how it's still Lady Bing. <laughs> but one of you guys can go first because we all have different guys. Yeah, Flag, you go first. You know. Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll go first. Um, I'm naming this one after the guy who has won this award the most uh his name is frank boucher i don't even know who that is but i think that's just appropriate to uh to name it after someone who won the award he won it like seven times yeah seven times and he won so he won it four seasons in a row Mm -hmm. and then there was someone that won it in between his next three seasons where he won it three times in a row um so that's who i would name it after uh, just based on uh, yeah. his, like the history of the award. I was obviously, I was honestly going to name it after Frank Boucher as well because the penalty minutes totals, like went in each year he's won it, is crazy. It's like two and four in like the 30s <laughs> where hockey was just literally fighting. 
Yeah, that's but, the other thing too. Like, it's kind of amazing that someone yeah. had such little penalty minutes in that age of hockey. Like, Crazy players don't even get that that little penalty minutes in the season now. Yeah, it's very hard too. Yeah, very very tough. Um, I am not going to name it the Frank Boucher. I was going to name it the Frank Boucher, but I'm going to name it uh, after a guy whose uh, his name is going to be in like hockey history forever. Red Kelly. Um, yeah, maybe people don't know him, but he was like, this award was kind of given out to someone in uh, the parliament. So, and also Red Kelly was a part of the parliament. He was a liberal member of the parliament for the Toronto area riding of New York West, uh, 1962 to 1965, and also won two cups during that time while playing hockey. So it's pretty tough to do and pretty tough to actually not get penalty minutes in the sixties and fifties. Cause that was a time where fighting and hitting and slashing and all the penalties called now. Um, weren't called back then, and I think that's pretty impressive to do that uh, in an age where hockey was so violent, and Red Kelly did that. He won it four times. And again, you could also give this trophy to Wayne Gretzky. He's won it five times, So, but Red Kelly's for me. And I, I really do agree with Joe's pick, so you mentioned it next. All right, so my, my pick to round out this list is the Pavel Datsu trophy, and the reason I named it after him because he's won it four times himself i think it was four years in a row from about 05 to 09 i want to say or or 2010 mm-hmm. something like that um and he was just like so dominant and he's one of the most like creative underrated defensively sound players like ever he's almost appointed for game when he left the the nhl in 2016 he's still playing in the khl i believe i don't think he's retired yet he's in his early 40s now but He's just one of my favorite players, like, when I was growing up and probably still is, like, in terms of watching him. Um, and he just, like, he barely got any penalty minutes. He he was, like, known as, like, the thief. He would pick pickpocket uh, other players, like, the, the right way. Like, he didn't take any dirty penalties or anything like that. Yeah. He's had a couple fights in his career, not many. Mm-hmm. Um, and just he was so creative with the puck, and he had, like, all that gentleman-y, gentleman-y yeah. stuff or whatever that exhibits the award mm-hmm. like he obviously doesn't really speak that great english so it's not like he could really like chirp other players that well True that, yeah. yeah yeah <laughs> but like but like he was just so like i don't know creative dominant at what he did so that's yeah. why i'm gonna name him that yeah i think every name we named is very fitting to this award i mean list amount of penalty minutes sportsmanship and stuff like that i think every player we named exemplifies all of those so so yeah i'm gonna have to make I, I kind of said that she had something to do with like the House of Parliament or like government or whatever. Uh, turns out she was the wife of the Governor General of Canada at the time. Hmm. Just to, yeah, like, and she donated the that. award to Can- or to the NHL in 1925. Yeah, good God. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time to rename that thing, man. Yeah, for sure. Hundred years. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to the award that is awarded to the playoff MVP. Uh, so this word is usually given to the player that wins the cup, the MVP of that team, but mm-hmm. it has been won by one other player that we mentioned uh, two episodes ago that lost the cup but was still awarded the Smythe. So we all are in agreement that this should be named the Patrick Waugh Trophy yep. as he's the only player, well, he's a goalie, first of all, but he's the only player to have won the award three times, yep. and he has four cups, so yeah. <laughs> stands alone there. And he pretty much like carried... Like, he, he stood on his head in every single cup. Yeah, he stood on his head for, like, two out of the three that he won, I would say. In 86 and 93. 
the two Montreal ones that he won. And then Colorado, he was probably dominant as well. But, like, they did have a lot of great players yeah. when he won in 96, I think That's, he won as well. Yeah, that is true. Yep, but I think this is very fitting for... And, I, like, we didn't name him after the Jennings and Vesna, so I think it's kind of appropriate to name Patrick Waugh again. You could slot him in the second or third greatest goaltender of all time. I think it's mm-hmm. very fitting to name after the Smythe, especially because he's won it three times, which is the most by a goalie and by an NHL player in his history. Pretty self-explanatory, for sure. Very. <laughs> <laughs> and then now we're going to go to the Bill Masterton. So we all have different ones for this as well. Flagers is a little bit of a mystery as of right now, but he's going to explain <laughs> his reasoning once we get to him. But if he you, if you wants, he can go first right now. Uh, yeah, like... I honestly kind of liked the name, the Bill Masterton Trophy. Bill Masterton was a, a hockey player, NHL player, who he ended up dying of a, a head injury that occurred while playing in the NHL at the time. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's how uh, that's how this award got, got its name. They named it after Bill Masterton. Uh, I think Bill Masterton was also the only hockey player to ever die from a, a head injury while playing the game. Um, this one, I know that you guys used Mario Lemieux already for the Ted Lindsay Award. Mm-hmm. You were to rename that award. Uh, I like Lemieux to be named after the Bill Masterton, or be renamed in mm-hmm. place of the, the Bill Masterton Award, because yeah. I think that uh, what he did, he came back from cancer. It's crazy. Uh, back in the, it was in the 90s, I think it was. Uh, and, and he ended up like, dominating once he came back from from uh, being sick for all those years. I think it was three seasons he missed out on. Uh, and I think that that's kind of an amazing comeback story. I think that's why this award should be should be named after him. And he still has involvement uh, in the NHL after his yes. playing career as well, which is kind of a big thing too. It's not like he just came back and played for all those years. He also he's in the, the front office of the, the Pittsburgh Penguins now. So mm-hmm. it's kind of... Kind of uh, incredible, his comeback story there. Yep. Uh, Joe, you want to go or me? Uh, you can go first. Okay, so uh, Flager, you didn't even mention that Mario Lemieux won this award when he missed 24 games because of Hodgkin's lymphoma and still won the Art Ross Trophy with 160 points. Yeah, honestly, I didn't even know season. that he won the Art Ross that year, to be honest. He, how do you do that? Like, how do you win the Ross? Miss twenty four games from Hodgkin's lymphoma. That's incredible. So yeah, if Mario Lemieux wasn't named after Ted Lindsay, which me and Joe did, I think this is a, like a great name to name after uh, the Bill Masterton. But for me, uh, it's either two guys. I'm still pondering on both of them. But Mark Fitzpatrick, maybe people don't know him. I didn't know him before I searched stuff. But in ninety one, ninety two seasons with the Islanders, he overcame. I'm not even going to try and say this, but he overcame a bad syndrome in his brain, which was potentially life-threatening. It's a life-threatening disease that spreads throughout your whole body. But he later returned to the NHL and still played hockey. I mean, he wasn't one of the greatest players. Like, you don't think, of, hey, Mark, pa- Mark Fitzpatrick, one of the best uh, players in NHL history. No, but that's still pretty incredible. And the other guy was Steve Sullivan in the 08-09 season. He played 41 games this season after missing nearly two years due to a fragmented disc in his back and a strained groin, which was also could have been life-threatening, spreading out through the whole body. So that's also pretty impressive to have all these injuries and have all these things going through your body and still 
wanting to play hockey, it's also scary in a way too, because you know, you may never be the same person after you step off the ice, but that just shows determination, shows perseverance, and he played 41 games doing it. So I think I'm going to give this one to Mark Fitzpatrick just because of that story, and it's crazy how you can do that and return from that. But yeah, Mark Fitzpatrick for the uh, the Bill Masterton Award. Joe, you go now. Okay, so this one's a little bit biased. Like, it is worthy of being called, like, replacing the Bill Masterton. Yeah, I'm going to call sure. it the, the Saku Koivu Award. And the reason being is that during the Right at the beginning of the 2001-02 season, he was diagnosed with a Burkitt's lymphoma, which is a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma disease. So he was expected to miss the entire 01-02 season getting treatment, but he actually returned for Montreal uh, on April 9, 2002 in the 80th game of the season, and he received an eight-minute standing ovation from the crowd upon his return. And he did win the Bill Masterton Trophy that season. And then the following year, he actually had his best season ever, putting up 71 points. Now, I'm a massive Canadiens fan, so this is a little bit biased. But, like, the fact that he came back from this and played for another, like, 12 seasons with Montreal and the Anaheim Ducks means that, like, Mm -hmm. it was just, like, a big accomplishment for him. And he's kind of an underrated player in NHL history, I would say. He played 18 seasons. I think he had about seven or 800 points, I want to say. I actually have it right here. He had 832 points in 1,124 games, which is a very solid career for a guy that was undersized Mm -hmm. and the captain of a team for over a decade. So that's why I'm giving this to Koivu. Yep. I wouldn't say that's biased at all really like you could really name this award after anyone that that has won it because like they're all they're all uh great comeback stories really like there's no wrong answer at all but unfortunately like i I really don't see this award this award and uh, the ted Lindsay are the two awards that i think will never get a name change because this one it also like it makes sense like blue master like died of a head injury playing hockey yeah, playing hockey, so um, it, it just makes sense why they wouldn't want to ever rename this award. But all all these players that we just named uh, could easily yeah. get the the honors to rename the award. Yeah, yeah for there's, sure. There's many other players we didn't even mention for this award that have come overcome stuff. It's like I'm just reading the stuff that they overcame. It's incredible. I don't know how they do it, but yeah, great stories all around. All three of these guys are deserving. So. I guess we'll move on to the Jack Adams Award, which is giving out to the coach of the year every season. So uh, me and Joe picked the same guy. And then Flager, I don't know what you're doing there, but I guess you could explain yourself right now. <laughs> okay, yeah. again, this is, I, I like generalized names for some awards. Um, and I mean, I would just name it coach of the year. Like, I don't really have reasoning. I just, I guess my reasoning is I just like generalized, like self-explanatory uh, award names. Well, you you guys have Scotty Bowman, who is I mean, yeah, Greatest like coach of all that's, time. Yeah, yeah, like I, if I had to pick someone's name after, I would probably go with him. But you guys could explain why why you yeah you go to first row. Okay, so it's kind of self explanatory. Is the most yeah. coaching wins of all time. He has like I don't even know how many cups he has. I think he has one, one, two, three. Four. Four, five, six, or seven. He coached a couple dynasties. I know that. <laughs> I guess six or seven. 
Um, he ranks second all time for most Stanley Cup victories by a player, coach, or executive with 14. But I believe he was a coach for 73, 76, 77, 78, 79. All, I think almost all of them were with Montreal. Then 92 with Pittsburgh. 97, 98, and 02 with their Detroit Red Wings. So that's just like unbelievable. He coached for like 40 years. And he's currently an executive for the Chicago Blackhawks, so he's still putting in that work. Yeah. Trying to win some more cups. To add to I guess he wants to be first all time with fifteen, so um it's kind of self explanatory. Yeah, very self explanatory. It's kind of like I don't I don't know at the time, maybe there was a better coach because I didn't live in nineteen seventy six or nineteen ninety five. But he's only award won this award two times in his NHL career, which is incredible. I don't know. If there was like better coaches back then, I don't know if you can get much better than this. It was like, probably because in the regular season, I don't think his teams would do as dominant as other teams. And I, I think that isn't the Jack Adams award based on um, more so your uh, like your uh, your dominance during the regular season, not the playoffs. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's probably why he only won it twice. It's also I think like they give it to like teams that like were not expected to be good, right. but like. Like, for example, Tortorella won it, like, with Columbus. They were, I don't think they were expected yeah. to make the playoffs. They made the playoffs, so they gave it to him. So there's probably, like, a lot of people like that that won it. Like, Gerard Gallant That's getting true. Vegas to the finals. Mm-hmm. He obviously deserved it that year. But this is more for, like, I guess you're right in terms of, like, he didn't have dominant seasons maybe during the season. But, he, I mean, the Cups speak for themselves, right? I guess no, he just yeah, didn't try true. during the season. <laughs> no, I mean, like... Obviously, you tried during the season, but, but like no, I, I think yeah, maybe like the red or not the Red Wings, but all his teams that he coached were um <laughs> were like what am I trying to say here? Like they no were they they finished in in a spot where they ex- were expected to finish. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Montreal's pretty damn good back then. And the late seventies, yeah. Yeah, buddy's still working. 86 years old <laughs> still grinding still grinding so yeah that's uh what we're naming the jack adams to the next award we're getting to is the king clancy memorial trophy uh which is awarded to the player with who exemplifies leadership qualities on and off the ice and who has made a significant humanitarian con- contribution to its community so we all have different people for this award and uh, one one of us has a just a name for the award. I think you can t- get, take a guess who it is, but um, there's two pe- there's two different kind of yeah. There's actually three people named after this award, and there's an explanation coming from Joe because he named uh, some twins after this award. Who are they? So I decided to rename the King Clancy to the Sadines Trophy, and the reason why is because I believe Daniel, I think Daniel or Henrik, one of the two won it in the fifteen sixteen season by themselves just one of them and then after their last season like before they retired in the 17-18 season they were both actually named the recipient of this award so I think it was only fitting that basically both of them were tied to this award as there hasn't been really many like two-time winners of this award so I decided to just rename it the Sedin's Trophy to just honor both of them and their contributions to the city of Vancouver and they've raised, I believe, I think I was reading when I was kind of making my decision, they've raised about $45 million yeah. total during their playing career. I think they, they might even make more now because I believe they still live in Vancouver part-time. Mm-hmm. 
So they're still around in the community post-retirement, even though they're from Sweden, which is halfway across the world. So I just think it's only fair to name it after these guys who have had such a major impact to Vancouver fans and like everyone, a lot of Vancouver fans, especially on Twitter, regard the 2010-11 season or team, the greatest Canucks team of all time, even though they didn't win the cup that season. Those two are the focal points. So these two mm. are kind of like gods in Vancouver yeah. hockey. So I think it's only fair, especially because of their charity donations. Yep. I wonder and if they still live in Vancouver. I think they, they do part-time. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they kind of switch back and forth, I guess. Yeah, those are. that's a great name for this trophy. I think that, that honestly would be my second choice. Uh, but I'm going to name it after a different player. Uh, it's going to be Sidney Crosby. And people are like, why, why are you name it after Sidney Crosby? He's never even been in the conversation for this award. Well, I'll tell you why Sidney Crosby. Every the one the I guess the one player you think about who is one of the greatest leaders in NHL history and off the ice with contributing to countless amount of charities, countless amount of commercials, countless amount of camps. I think Sidney Crosby is the guy you really think about. You know he's been with what Sportcheck camps, uh, donating money to them. Uh, recently in the Nova Scotia, that tragic I don't even want to mention it. That tragic thing that happened there. He also is donating to a charity as well there. And like you just think about the guy who runs the show off the ice with kids and communities and charities, like with Tim Hortons, what he's doing there. You can name a bunch of charities and a bunch of things that Sidney Crosby's tied to. I think he has to be named after this award because he's really in that community and he really cares about people. I see him all the time on the Pittsburgh Penguins YouTube channel with all these kids at the camps posted at the what was the console energy center there in Pittsburgh but I think this guy is one of the most I guess I don't I don't even know if you say nicest because I don't know him and I don't think people really like to identify Cindy Crosby as nice but I think he's one of those guys where you think about off the ice that is one of the most I don't know giving per people in hockey history and I think Cindy Crosby's that guy and it shows leadership on and off the ice I'm shocked that he's never won this award uh, but Another name you can name is P.K. Subban and what he does with the hospital in Montreal. I'll do that. That's incredible. I don't know how he does it. He's still in Nashville and is still willing and able to go to the hospital in Montreal and do that for the kids, donate money to them. That's, like, incredible. And it, I'm shocked he didn't win that award in that year. I think it was Mark... What I want to say it's... Was I don't know what Giordano? year he did it. No, it wasn't Giordano. I, I don't know who it Giordano's was. Giordano's another year. guy, though, that, like... Yeah. Him too. He's been nominated lot. countless times as well. I, just all the people in here, congrats to them. And they do a lot for the community and they show a lot of leadership on and off the ice. So, I mean, honestly, this is like the award we mentioned a couple, like the Bill Masterson. This is a bunch of stories and a bunch of people you could have named, but I think Cindy Crosby my guy. And see, Thomas, you just mentioned my point why I'm not naming it after a player. I'm naming it the Hockey's Humanitarian of the Year Award. Simply because I don't think there should be one, one, uh, one person that this award should be named after. There's too many people that do uh, in, in the NHL that do uh, like mm-hmm. great, great things for charity and, and just making people's days and lives off the ice. Uh, and I think that's why this award should just be known as the humanitarian of the year hockey's mm-hmm. humanitarian of the year award yeah that's that's, that's a good point that's fair Sidney Crosby though if I had to pick between 
the two of yours, like, they're both great names. I think I would go with Crosby based on the fact that he's also, he's kind of that one player that all kids look up to. Exactly. Like, he's the like face I would of hockey. Say, yeah, literally. And not, not just on the ice, though, like, in exactly. all aspects of the game. They look up to him, and that's why I think I would go with Crosby probably. Uh, but the Sedins is good, too. Sedins is also unreal. I mean, where can you find a bunch of twins that play in the National Hockey League that do so much for the community? Yeah. yeah. Like, what did Henrik do to leave Daniel beside on the road in that 2016 year? Did he be like, you know, you're not coming to the charity this year, bro? Yeah. <laughs> like, Maybe got a couple extra bonuses and just sent it to the charity. <laughs> yeah, you know, honestly. Like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, since we're talking about doing good things in the community, I saw someone on Twitter. I don't know how true this is. I'm, I'm assuming it's a true story, but I saw someone on Twitter tweet out that uh, there was a lady, like, in the grocery store. She was just standing in line waiting to pay for her groceries and, and another lady came up to her offering to pay for her entire grocery bill which was like it was like 450 500 or something like that and the lady that offered to pay for it said that she works with mark giordano and his foundation and mm-hmm. giordano is offering to pay for uh, some people's groceries during this yeah it's difficult time so that was I kind of want to mention that as we talked about this award because I know yeah. Giordano in the past has been nominated for this award. I think he's won it a couple times. Too. No, he's never won it. That's he's surprising. never won it. Yeah, I'm surprised. I thought he's won it at least once. No, nothing. He I, should. I haven't he's, seen one. He, maybe he'll win it this year. Who knows? Um, no, but that's one thing that kind of, I guess that it's small hockey news that that I came across. Yeah. I guess let's get back on topic though. Let's talk about Frank J. Selke Trophy. Another random. this is the guy i don't know who this is man no clue he was dude he was a a leafs executive frank j selke but he was so important like i'm pretty sure he uh he donated this award to the league yeah named after the gm yeah the executive but apparently he was so important that they had to put his initials of his second name in the trophy yeah like (laughs) i guess he i guess he's that important (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> just bashing on Frank J. Selkie, but he's looking at us down from uh, I think from the grave, man. Yeah, he's him rolling in William, his grave right now. Him and William M. Jennings get their middle initial. I don't know why. Why does? Yeah, he, I don't uh, know. Why doesn't Ted Lindsay get a middle initial? Man, their egos are probably the size of like the the Scotia Bank Arena. I don't know. <laughs> All, right, All right, so me and Thomas have concrete answers for this. Flager's a bit undecided, so I think me and Thomas will go first, and then Flager can explain himself after. So we both picked it to be the Patrice Bergeron Award, and the reason being, I think he's won it four, if not five times. Mm-hmm. I think it's four. Four, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of self-explanatory. The best. So it's just. So we kind of didn't really explain it yet. So it's awarded to the best defensive forward during the season and Bergeron has been nominated like the most times that I know for sure and he still probably will be dominated at the end of this season he's got I think he's got 30 goals now mm-hmm. around there before the pause and he's 34 years old he's still producing at a high level still elite defensively plays the PK him and Marchand have been that same PK one unit for a decade now yeah. seems like so I think it's only fair to just name it after him. He's been assistant captain for the Bruins for like his whole career, basically. And he's just such a great leader. He always plays through injury. I know he misses, like especially in the playoffs, he always plays through injury. 
covering the team's best forwards mm-hmm. as the matchup center. And I know you guys have had problems with him as Leaf fans in the playoffs, how annoying he is when he covers either Matthews or Tavares or whoever it is. He's always tasked with defending the, the league's best players, and he still produces at a high level. So I think it's fair to name him the rename the franchise Selkie the Patrice Bergeron Award. Yep. Yeah, that's valid for sure. I know Thomas also wants to name it after Patrice Bergeron as yeah, well. for sure. Yeah, he uh, definitely deserves that respect of this award. Guy's a monster in defensive zone. Yeah, although, Joe, you said Bergeron has given Leafs fans a tough time in the past. He is one of the Boston Bruins that I respect the most, I think. Yeah. Yeah, um, like he gains your respect even though he's constantly like shutting down your best player like for oh, every yeah. team. <laughs> yeah, like that's what but I he mean. Like, a, he does it in a professional manner too. Yes, yeah. Which is a big thing. Yeah. Uh, so I don't, I don't, I really don't know who to name this one after. Uh, Bob Gainey is another guy that has won this award four times. He won it four times straight hmm. when this award was first founded back in the seventies, late seventies. Um, I honestly just don't know who to name it after. I guess I'm hesitant to name it after Bergeron because his career isn't over yet. And he's not, like, his career isn't set in stone yet, I guess. And I, I don't like naming. <laughs> Even last week when we were doing the, uh, or the last yeah, two episodes, when we were doing the Mount Rushmore's, you guys yeah. noticed how I wasn't naming no, Mount Rushmore's after current players. I was naming it after, uh, like, more players in hockey history. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's why I'm kind of hesitant to name this one the Patrice Bergeron Award. However, you guys do have a valid reason for it, and I, I could agree with that, with naming it the Patrice Bergeron Award. I just, I don't like naming, I don't I don't know, I, I don't, I, I like having a history bet- um, behind all these names. I guess that's why I'm kind of hesitant to, to say that I'd like to name it the Patrice Fair Bergeron point. Award. So, yeah. Uh, well, speaking of defensive aspects of the game, the next trophy we're going to rename is the James Norris Trophy. So, I think if you are a hockey fan and know who number four is, number four, Bobby Orr, I think that's the name we're going to rename. I think that's the name everyone should really think about when renaming this trophy. So, clean sweep here. All of us are naming this trophy after Bobby Orr. So, the Bobby Orr Award, the Bobby Orr Trophy, whatever it is, it's still Bobby Orr's trophy. So, very, very self-explanatory. One of the best defensemen in NHL history. So I, that's all I got to say. I think those, what four words say enough. You know what I got to say about this one? Plus 582 in his career. <laughs> that's all I have. That's a good point. Yeah, that's very valid. Yeah, and that, that's that's honestly like the stat that I looked at. Like, I, I, I mean, Bobby Orr is like probably the greatest defenseman of all time, I would say. Uh, he's won like the Hart Trophy three times, our Ross two times, yeah, got Smythe. Two times. He's won this Norris Trophy eight times. He won the Calder. He won the Cup two times. Obviously, he's a Hall of Famer. Um, but the one thing that I looked at when I searched up his name was, what's this plus-minus looking like? Because that, to me, shows a good defenseman right there. And plus 582 in 657 games played, that's pretty solid. Yep. Uh, my only points for this is that he is the only defenseman. This is all you need to say about him. He's the only <laughs> defenseman in the in NHL history to win the Art Ross, not once, but twice. That will never happen again. And he won the Norris 8 out of his 12 seasons. He could have probably won it 10 to 12 times if he played yeah. an actual career. Yeah. But those goddamn knees gave out on him, unfortunately. Yeah, what did he play, 10 years, 11 years? I think 12. Oh, so from 67 to... He played 
Yeah, 12. 12 years. To 79, I want to say. I yep, think he right. I think 66, he retired. 66, 67 to 78, 79. Yeah, so I think he, yeah, I was going to say he retired just before Gretzky came into the league. So it would have been fun to see those two go head to head. Yeah, it really would have. Defending each other, man. And or whatever. Towards the end of his career, though, he didn't ever, like, he didn't play very much. No, his, his last knee injuries. He played 10 games, 20 games, and then six in his very last season. Yeah, that's a shame, man. Like, he really had, like, eight to nine actual seasons, yeah. if you think about it. Like, it, it sucks. But he had 12, sur- I think he had 12 knee surgeries in 10 years. Crazy. That's, maybe we should him shame after the Bill Masterton. It's a shame. The- yeah. yeah, holy crap. No, but he, he never really, I mean, I guess he, you have to overcome yeah, I don't know when he was getting all those surgeries. I don't know if it was at the end of his career, but he didn't like. I guess he didn't really come back. That's why I wouldn't name a Bill Master after him, and I. Yeah, but I would definitely name James Norris after him. It's a yep. damn shame. All right, uh, I think that moves us forward to the greatest scoring award ever, uh, the Maurice Rocket Richard Trophy. That's a great name, honestly, one of the best scorers in NHL history. So, I mean. Uh, that's a great name there, but we have to rename this award. And I think we did a. Th- I think we also did a clean sweep with this award. Yep. Many people might be thinking, "Oh, did you name it after Gretzky? Did you name it after Gordy Howe?" Well, we didn't. We named it after a current player. I think you know who his name is. It's uh, Alexander Ovechkin. Uh, I think he will become the greatest goal scorer of all time. Time will tell. Uh, it's not really helping him right now because the season is obviously on pause. He could be scoring a lot more goals, but he isn't. And that kind of sucks because I want to see him reach 50 goals once again for in his NHL career. So Alex Ovechkin is my recipient. Alex Ovechkin is also Joe's. And Flager's the recipient is also Alex Ovechkin. So yep. self-explanatory for me right there. Anything you need to add? No. I mean, I do like the classic goal scorer of the year award name. But uh, no, I think this one, like Alexander Ovechkin to me is probably the greatest goal scorer of all time. So I think that this this award is appropriate. If it's named after him, and it's funny that you mention uh, how Ovechkin could be scoring a bunch more goals right now, even though or because the the season's put on pause. I was thinking about that the other day again. How he was involved in like in this situation now, where the season got put onto halt, and the lockouts that he was involved with, it kind of could mess with his all-time stats at the end of his career. We'll see. Yeah, you already know my opinion on him. He's my favorite player of all time. And, and I already know, like, you don't even need to, no one can tell me otherwise he is the greatest goal scorer of all time. Just look at Era. That's all you need to look at. Goalies yep. are much better now. The guy's been robbed of probably two more 50-goal seasons. I mean, if they resume the season, mm-hmm. which I only hope for him just to hit 50, that's the only reason why I wanted to continue. Yep. And uh, like Flager mentioned, the lockout in 0-12-13, and then... Right after he got drafted, there was the full season lockout. So you could probably say they robbed him of about 50 to 70 goals right there. And he would right now be around eight, closing in on 800 mm-hmm. if he played all those games because he is very durable in his career. And he's won the award, I think, seven or eight times. Based on this season, he could have won it again. So it's only fair to rename it to him. But I really do like the Rocky Richard Trophy. It has a nice ring to it. So, so. Yeah. yeah, this is yeah. another one, too, that I actually like the name. And yeah. the name kind of makes sense, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, this one is very, like, I would be fine if they left it as is for, like, ever, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, recently the name too, 1999, I believe they changed its award name. So Yeah. Well, no, isn't that when the award was created? I don't know, actually. I think created. It was created in 99, yeah. So it never got renamed. That's pretty crazy that it took them a long time to recognize a goal scorer in the league. I know. I guess they realized it's like, man, it's actually cool that someone leads the league in goals. (laughs) Yeah, like what? It's kind of important. actually an important stat. Yeah, Yeah, like what? (laughs) Uh, Another important stat is also point scoring, and that's the next award we are going to be naming. The Art Ross Trophy also has a nice ring to it, but uh, this episode we are renaming the award. So the guy we picked is number 99, Wayne Gretzky. Also a clean sweep, I think. The next awards are clean sweeps, uh, and this one is very self-explanatory. I mean, he has the most points of all time, and it's not even close, so. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need to say, Wayne Gretzky. Congrats. Yeah, he had to be one I of these actually... awards. You guys wrote down that you'd name it the Wayne Gretzky Award. I would name it the Great Gretzky Award. I think it has a better ring to it. Uh, but, I mean, it's self-explanatory. Like Fair. You need to name this award after Gretzky. You have to recognize the greatest player of all time. Yeah, exactly. And then the last award we're naming is the Hart Memorial Trophy, which is the MVP voted by, I think it's the like executives and the media and stuff like that. Yeah, I think so. So this award, uh, we haven't named, named this player yet as an award, and I think he's very deserving of this one. Uh, Gordie Howe, uh, recently passed Gordie Howe, is named after the Hart Memorial Trophy because I don't know how many times he's won it really. I haven't really checked that. Let me let me go do that. I think more. it's six uh, times. Six. He won the heart six times and the art raw six times. Yeah. Yeah. So again, you could also probably name Wayne Gretzky, but again, when has an award been named after the same player twice? And these are really two major awards. It's the award where it's the highest point or the MVP of the season, regular season. I don't know if it's for the playoffs, maybe two, but I think it's just a regular season Hart Memorial, so Gordie Howe is like Mr. Hockey, so I guess it's very yeah. fitting that he's named after the MVP. Uh, even Wayne Gretzky also nods that he is the greatest player of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he idolized him growing up, so yep. I think it's very fitting that Gordie Howe is named after the MVP of the league. He's played over 1,700 games in the NHL, too, which is 1,767, which is the most all-time by an NHL player. And he could have played even more games in the NHL because he played in the the World Hockey Association, for six seasons, he played 419 games um, in, the, in that league. Uh, and he dominated. Like, even though he was old by the, t- the end of his career, he he still dominated the league. Like, he was still a good player. And I think that's why the Hart Memorial should be named after him. I think it's just appropriate. Very. Yeah, I agree. So right. that kind of wraps it up, then. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really it. That's really all we got, I guess, yeah. for today. That was a neat episode. I like doing this. Well, yeah. you can't really do much, right? You can't talk yeah. about hockey because nothing's being on right now. Well, yeah. I guess one thing that we could mention before we we sign off today, uh, John Scott kind of broke this. New, well, he didn't really break it, I guess. He, he probably just found out from someone before it came public. But the NHL is looking to return at the end of May, uh, beginning of June. Uh, I I think it will happen from the sounds of it. I don't know if it's a good idea or not. I know we talked about it last week a little bit, how uh, the NHL is trying to pick four cities, one from each division, and then I think the rest of the games will be played in that city with no fans. Uh, But that's really the the only thing that we, we could talk about right now. Yep. 
our mention right now, I guess. So Yeah, we got to think of an idea for next week. We do. Maybe we'll have a guest on. That'd be kind of Yeah, neat. hopefully. Something. Something to yeah, fill we'll this see. void. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but anything you guys working on, uh, article-wise and stuff like that. I know Joe's been writing a bunch of baseball articles. So anything you have in the pipeline? So I'm now, I'm almost done my series of top five players at each position. So this week, probably today, I'll write it. I'm going to do top five center fielders going into 2020, whenever the hell that's the, the MLB season is going <laughs> to start again. But these will be the five players going into that season. Last week, I did right fielders, which was pretty controversial, I must say. But, uh, yeah, stay tuned for that one because the number one option is not controversial. <laughs> Wait, why is it controversial? Just some of the rankings from, like, three to five are kind of controversial. Barry Bonds on there? No, this is just going into the 2020 season. Oh, my bad. Oh, I thought this was, like, all-time. All-time? Um, I could do that as yeah, well later. Good. Except you didn't live in the 30s, but, yeah, stats can... No, I would just have to look at a good old <laughs> baseball reference. Yeah. <laughs> the 30s? Very For, like, Babe Ruth and stuff. 30s. Oh, yeah, like, back in the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I came out with that MLB rookie card article. So originally what I was going to do was I was going to release a, an article about like all the rookie cards that I've kind of been following, like their market. And, and, uh, I listed a bunch of rookie cards that I think personally are undervalued and will shoot up in price within the next few years. <sighs> and I came up with like close to 30 cards across all four major leagues I saw that. in North America. So what I did was I had to divide it up and I had to um, do sport by sport. So this week I came out with an MLB one. Um, there's some, some interesting ones on there. I think my next one that I'll come out with, I don't know when I'll come out with it, probably next week sometime. Um, I'm going to do NBA. And then after that, I'll probably do NHL. And then NFL after that. And I, I plan on doing these kind of continuously, like, throughout uh, the rest of the year, probably. Because mm -hmm. prices are always changing. The market's always changing. So Yeah, it's a good idea. It's kind of interesting. I know there are the, – the hobby like of collecting sports cards is kind of – it's really gained popularity within the last year or two, I'd say. Yeah. Compared to what it used to be. I don't know why that is, to be honest with you. I know there are, I guess, some, like, influencers and stuff that kind of got back into it and, and talked about how it's, like, a great way to, to make money, like, invest your money. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a, an interesting way to invest your money, I guess you could say. I don't know how stable it'll be down the road, but, yeah, I thought, like, why not? I'm, I kind of got back into it myself, so I'll write about it a little bit. Uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm working on right now. That's really it, though, for me. Yep. I guess from my standpoint, my Leafs article came out, uh, the top 10 moments of the 2019-20 season. So go check that on the Breakdown Sports website. And also, we have a YouTube channel, so go check that out. Uh, we're posting basically N10 content on there because uh, we are the N10 Puck Talk podcast. Uh, we also posted our Mount Rushmore uh, two Eastern Conference and Western Conference videos on there. So go check that out on YouTube right now. Uh, I think it's just called the Breakdown in Sports, right, Flager? Uh, yeah, it's just the Space Breakdown, B-R-K-W-N. Okay, so yeah, go check that out on that uh, channel on YouTube. So yeah, that uh, pretty much wraps everything up for Men 10. We're going to try and figure out an idea for next week because obviously there's no sports on, so we got to think of something to do next episode, whether it's a guest or another renaming or other stuff like that. 
we will uh, we'll figure that out during the week, and then we'll obviously mention that next week. So, end to end, we'll be returning next Saturday. Join us. Woo!